What's up, everybody? It's your boy Robert Purvey again on Purvey's Point. I'm super excited about the episode today. Today, we're talking about inspiration and creativity. So, um, we got a guest today, too. So, I introduce him and go deeper into the topic. But you go get your popcorn on the treadmill if you're driving, whatever you're doing, listen to Purvey's Point. Get ready because here we go. And we are here. We're here. I'm excited we're here uh, because anytime I get a chance to talk to y'all, I, I just, I get excited. We've been doing this almost a year, and I promised y'all that we would do it for a straight year every week talking about what's in my head, what's on my heart. And so here we are. And I, I've, I'm starting to bring friends in. So I'm starting not to do this by myself anymore. I'm starting to bring friends in. When I do it by myself, I do. I talk to the audience for 30 minutes. But when I bring friends in, uh, we do an hour on the show. And so uh, I've, I brought friends on. But today, I, I'm bringing in not only a friend, but family. Like, uh, this dude could really write a book on me. And I would have to. he would have to go missing because he knows, he knows too, too much. much. I know too much. <laughs> but on the show today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my family, my cousin, the Grammy Award winning, Sean Martin. What up? What up? Yeah, man. He, he's on, on the show today. Um, and, you know, people people everywhere know you. And uh, it, it's cool when I see people um, talk about you and the things you do. But, you know, when we get together, it's just – we just chopping it up. Yeah, for sure. And, and so uh, today I want to have the show on this uh, this this uh, type, topic of inspiration and creativity because you're one of the most creative persons that I know. So to be able to talk about it – uh, from the angle of what you do, but also just in a general sense, be a whole lot of fun. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, let, let's let's do it. Okay. So so, um, so we're talking about inspiration, and so before we do, y'all follow me on YouTube, IG, and Facebook. Um, I'm sharing love, shining my light, trying to leave my small piece of the world better than the way I found it. My point may not be yours, but we all have a perspective that deserves to be heard. Your beautiful brain was created to birth beautiful ideas. The world needs me. The world needs you. So let's make our point together. And the point we're making today is inspiration. Did you write that down? Yeah, it's like the opening deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like you, you have know. a, a wave of words. <laughs> it's the opening part of the show. So, you know, just let everybody know what Pervy's point actually is. It's just, you know, it's I think we all have um the now the capability of putting our heart into the ears of people, right? Like right, and right. um it's just a beautiful thing the way our world is now. We can always talk about the crazy things that happen in our in our culture in our world, but there's some great things that happen too, and some great avenues for things to get to people wherever they are. And so, uh, this is one of those things. You know, I read a book one time that's talking about if you if you are inspired to do something, you step out and do something, and you want to be rich, you'll get tired of it very quick. Right, right, right. But if you do it from your heart, mm-hmm. and 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 you don't care who listens to it, who hears it, who sees it, you never know where it could go. Right. And and I so I last year I just jumped into it. I had piloted a podcast about two years prior, right, even before COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was going pretty good, but never really got any traction. So last year I committed myself just to being more disciplined in some areas. Mm-hmm. And so for Ryan's birthday mm-hmm. last year, I said, okay, from his birthday, uh, the anniversary of his birthday in 22, every week I'm going to just make my point about a word that's, that's in my spirit. Gotcha. And every week I just – I put it out there. Gotcha. Okay. And you know, people listen, people like it. You know, it's it's 
It's not. It's, it's about. It's it's Oak Cliff wide. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oak, Oak Cliff worldwide, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, but we we we're making it happen. Uh, but speaking of Oak Cliff, that's where you're from. Yep, born and raised. Yeah. So like, give 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 people that listen to the podcast a little bit of history of you. I mean, I opened up saying Grammy Award winning, so I mean that may be a little bit of what you say. But like, who who, who is Sean Martin? Where is he from? What does he do? Uh, Sean Martin is a kid from Oak Cliff, Texas, Dallas, Texas. Uh, you know, just grew up around the way, Keith and Pope. You know, uh, studied music all my entire life. Um, you know, just fell in love with music, studied it, play it, live it, all of that. Yeah. Know? Sometimes it's kind of hard to talk about yourself. So yeah, yeah, it is. Like, and it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah this is what I right do. Because like, because like when you do it, you're doing it right? right. Everybody else is like, okay, it's this, 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 and this. Like, so do you ever get weirded out when people's like Grammy award winning, like, and like they the accolade part of it? So they're yeah, like all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think primarily because somebody asked me this one time before. I think I get weirded out because I never do it for the accolade. Right. I just do it because I like it. Right. You know, so yeah. that's always more of a, a thing. Like, I just like to do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's what's up. So, um, we we have a good time today. We're, we're going we're gonna to have fun. I, I'm going to do something. You didn't know I was going to do it. So, that's what, that's what makes it fun. Oh, it's all right. good. <laughs> I, I, I just got to watch my language. It, it, it's cool. I mean, you can, you can be you. I mean, you know. Yeah, this I, ain't, is, I ain't going to cuss on you. This, this is not your uh, your pastor cousin. This is uh, <laughs> Pervy's point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's not, it's not a church podcast. This is this is on uh, self help, and this is uh, <laughs> audio books. You know, right. just stuff like that. You know, <laughs> I think a couple of episodes ago, um, I said I was making a point, and I cussed. And my mom listens to the podcast. She was like, "You you 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 were very uh, emphatic about that point. Right? Like you, you really meant that one, didn't you?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so it, it'd be like that. You know, I've been to a couple of your shows. Yeah, and, and you're like, okay, my mama here, so I ain't gonna go too hard. <laughs> yeah, and then I still up going, they still up going hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's happens. how that's how it is. So, um, so inspiration. You are a, you are of course, you're a man, your husband, father, uh, but but you're a musician. Like you, you create music for the world to hear, and you've been able to do that with some amazing people. And we'll talk about a little bit of it later. Uh, but since this podcast is about inspiration, what I'm gonna do. I'm going to play like maybe three to four seconds okay. of a song that you've written, and I just want you to let the people know what inspired you. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to see how well you know your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm with it. I'm going to see how well. So we'll, we'll go current, and then we'll go, we'll go backwards. Okay. So we'll, we'll go current. So I, I want to see. This is one of my favorites. Harlem. So what's the name of that one? Liberty of the Rising Sun. And, and what, what was the inspiration behind that one? My my my, my son Harlem. Yeah. You know he's he he wakes up much like he did today. Uh-huh. He wakes up with all the energy and enthusiasm. <laughs> that so funny funny story. Speaking of Harlem, mm-hmm. so um, the other day, matter of fact, Saturday night, um, Thursday Friday, we I'm a I'm a member of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Mm-hmm. So this past weekend we celebrated our Founders Day, whole weekend, mm-hmm. you know. And so Saturday night I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give my liver a break, <laughs> give my liver a break, and I'm gonna stay home with the kid on a Saturday night. Yeah, I don't want the bigger parties was on Saturday night, and uh, I was like, 
nah, man, I'm going to chill. And I'm sitting there with Harlem, and we watching, you know, uh, football and basketball. He's four years old. And then, like, around, like, 11 o'clock, I was like, man, I'm kind of hungry. I, I kind of want something, something to eat. And so he was sitting there like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of hungry too, Daddy. And I'm like, what you mean you hungry? Like, you just had dinner. Like, yeah. you know, you had a whole meal. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm so – and then he starts rubbing his I'm so hungry. I'm so <laughs> hungry. And then Monica looks at my wife and says, you know, I'm kind of kind of hungry because we, we had food, but you know how you have an unhappy fool? Yeah. So you want like – it's like you know, some, so we had like an unhappy fool. Right. So now here it is, you know, time goes on. It's about 1230 in the morning, and Monica's hungry. I'm hungry. Harlem is so hungry. Yeah. You know. And then uh, it's like, you know what? I go to Fuel City real fast. Go to Fuel City, get some tacos. We'll be straight. Yeah. You know, we'll be straight. You know, and that's something that's like, oh, yeah, Fuel City, that's going to be crazy. You know? So yeah. get Fuel City. I get back to the crib. It's about 1.30 because, you know, it's Fuel City, mid- middle of the night, line going to be long. Mm-hmm. Get there, get the tacos, go home, eat them. 1.30 in the morning. Harlem wakes up about 6.45. He ready to party. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rising. It's time to get up. Everybody get out the bed. I'm like, this is why. This the, his, he just wakes up with a bunch of energy and a bunch wow. of joy. He, and he's always done, you know, for his, for, for his four years of existence. He's yeah. always done that. So just, the, so the, the rising sun is about how he, so the, cause the song is energetic. Yep. And the song is like, makes you like, it's in the morning. It's one of those. Ah, Yep. And there we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's go get it. Yeah. That's right. All right cool. All right. Here you go another one. Oh, Granny. I wrote that for uh for my grandmother Janelle, uh, you know that's called that's called Miss Janelle. Yeah, Miss Janelle, yeah, yeah. I wrote I wrote that for her. That uh, she always kind of had like a a little uh, little kind of sassy, mm-hmm. you know, sweet but sassy kind of yeah. thing going yeah. on with it. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I wrote, I wrote that for her. All right, one of the, that's one of the first when I as soon as I recorded, I went up to her house and played it for her. She said, "You want that for me?" I said, "Yes, ma'am." And you played it for her at the house. Uh huh. Wow. On, on a on a on, a, oh, on, on, my on phone. the phone. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I think she was more fascinated with the fact that I could play music on my phone. She was, <laughs> <laughs> it's ninety years old, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like is, is music coming out of that? Music coming out your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. All right, so I I would play this one, but like, it's one of the most po- it one it's one of the more popular songs on this. But I, I want to get the I want to go here. Oh, sure. All right, that's it's called called Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's off your first project, right? Your first solo project, rather. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was the inspiration behind that? Um, funny story. Of course, all of these are company for company, but funny 
stories. Yeah. But um, but that song, the melody came to me. Uh, of course, it goes you know, fur, further into it. Uh, the melody came to me. I was in South Africa. I was in uh, Johannesburg. And um, outside of my hotel room, it was this big field. And there were these kids out there playing soccer. Mm-hmm. They was out there just running carefree, you know. Some had shoes on, some some didn't. Uh-huh. And, and it wasn't because of the poverty level. Like, they right. were special how they rolled. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know like, what I'm saying? That's how with no shoes on. Right. You know, like, like we right. did when we was kids. Right, right, you know, right. We, we didn't have any inhibitions. We didn't have right. to drink water from a water hose when that, we got thirsty. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know. so you know, those kids, you know, they're out there playing. But the thing that struck me the most was in a world where everything is so tumultuous, Mm-hmm. Those kids live a carefree life, mm. you know, and so that was kind of that was kind of the thing. Just watching them play, you know, play what they consider football, we consider soccer, mm-hmm. you know, and just playing and having fun and enjoying each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And one, you know, one would kick kick the goal, and you know, they all rally you know, rally around you. This wasn't an organized game, right, 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 right. You it was know, just out playing, right? You know, they out playing like like how we play throw up tackle with kids. Yeah, or, you know, they celebrating each other. They celebrating, you know, the victories. They, you know, it was like, and I'm just sitting there, on, you know, watching it from my hotel room. Like, man, that was that was really really beautiful. And and sometimes it's really good to see the joy, um, that can come from humanity. Yeah, you know, and that's that's kind of the the premise. So I'm going to go left and come back right on that last statement you made about the joy in humanity. Like, as somebody who creates, and there, um, I look at all my analytics, and I actually listen to people who listen to the show. Right. And there are a lot of creative people that listen to the show. Right. Um, if it's in, even in the education realm where teachers are creating curriculum right. or musicians that are creating music, like, how important has it been to your life and your craft for you to get joy out of humanity, like how how, do, how does how do you? I guess I guess the question would be how do you get joy out of humanity when there's so much like sorrow around? Well, that's the thing you got to find it. Yeah, you know? and it's, all, it's a lot of times it's in the it's in the most smallest or inconspicuous things. You know, you know, you know. It's it, it's it's case in point. Mm-hmm. Case in point, these kids were out. Uh, you know, you know, playing soccer. You know, we're talking about Johannesburg, South Africa. Like they're not that far removed from apartheid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so you know, it's you know, you find you find the the joy in the in the little things because the you know the bad things are they are big. Yeah. They're, you know, they they're consuming in the way that the I, I always call it the news feed or the media or whatever the way things are set up. Mm-hmm. Things are set up, you know, to tell you all the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you hear about the bad stuff before you hear. It the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So as a result, you know, you, you know, you do, you seek out, you know, you seek out the little things, you seek out, you know, uh, just those, those small little things. Yeah. I love it. This is one of my favorites. It's called the light and dark places. So what's the what's the inspiration behind that one? Yeah, there is none for real. Like, <laughs> so here's the thing with that title, mm-hmm. I would I just knew, like, no, it's it, it's it's one of those things. 
if I if I had to call it inspiration, I, I would I guess I could call it inspiration. It's one of those things where I was literally just playing around on my keyboard. And yeah. the, I think the reason why I call it the light and dark places, um, because sometimes I can title something after I write it. Okay. You know, and the back half of that it's like it's there's this bass solo Matt plays and uh-huh. then it kind of opens up into like this house kind of groove and it gets like really big and really loud and really fast. Uh-huh. You know, and so it's just you know, I just thought of it as a light and dark place. Got you. But there's no no you know, no deep and I just I was just on keyboard messing around. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh this comes from a song that I like and I, I've you know, you you're a family, but I'm also a fan of the bands you play with too. And one of those is a snarky puppy. Right on. And so you guys travel the world, and I absolutely love whenever you guys do this song and when you do this solo. Oh, sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, like, I, I don't care where y'all do it, how often y'all do it, I've searched YouTube over for videos just like for that solo and that song because y'all just like take this whole every city, every country, every time y'all do it has a different vibe to it. Like, right. of course, kind of it's the same song, but like y'all make it your own every time. Like, I promise you, I got at least sixteen videos on my phone <laughs> of just different. Like, bro, I'm a fan of music. Like, right. I, um, there was a pastor. They said uh, he uh, he loved music, and he said this. And I told him I was going to steal it. Uh, he said, I'm not a music by skill. I'm a music uh, by heart. Mm. I'm, music, I'm not a musician by skill, musician by heart. Right, like, right, so right, right. so that, that's completely me. Like, bro, like one would think I know how to play all instruments, and I don't. But I just, <laughs> I love music, and I hear everything. Yeah. And so, like, but uh, on that, it's you playing the keyboard mm-hmm. while doing, uh, is, it, is it like the talk box mm-hmm. microphone? Talk box. Yeah, and it's like, it's, how do you sync like that's it's crazy. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's a whole con- it's a whole contraption. Yeah, it's, it's like um like my my references are Roger and Zap Franklin, Roger and Zap, uh, Teddy Riley, and of course um if I call him there Frank Zap, but no, it's not his name. Um, geez, what is this guy's name? Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name right now, yeah. but it's it slips my mind. But but that's that's the whole thing. And so basically the sound comes from the keyboard into this talk box and then it comes the sound comes out of a tube and you can mouth the mm-hmm. the, the syllables or the words or mm-hmm. all all that kind of stuff. And so I I felt I, I actually fell in love with that <clears throat> back in the nineties. We used to play with uh uh there was a choir from Dallas called God's Property. Uh-huh. And uh we played Song called well, we recorded a song with Kirk Franklin called "Stump," mm-hmm. and so later on in the trajectory of this, you know, the, the show takes on its own thing. Yeah, you know, and we got to this uh, Roger and Zap kind of vamp on Stump, and I was like, I'm gonna start playing the talk about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it was. It, it would get pretty out of control. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it would get completely out of control. <laughs> so you know, so that was always a that was always a thing um, that I I kind of gravitated to. And then um, um, when Moz wrote 
the the songwriter for that is a guy named Mike Maz Meyer, and then Maz wrote that melody. Um, we had tried it on a keyboard, just a regular keyboard, mm-hmm. and it was it was okay. It wasn't really working. I had I just had this keyboard tech. Um, I can't remember his name now either. Why, am I, why can I remember? Because you're getting name? old. I am getting old. I'm yeah. definitely getting old. But uh, uh, Stephen, his name is Stephen. Stephen. That's probably not you. His name. You just made it up. No, 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 uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Stephen is definitely his name because I, I would. I, Stephen is a genius. My like, name Brian. He, you call me Steve. Can, he can. Steve. Steve's one of those type of people. You ever watch the Cosby Show and you ring the doorbell and the toilet flush? Yeah, yeah. He one of those kind of people. Like he, he, okay. made, he made the concept happen. Got you. But then sometimes he'll mess up stuff too. Yeah. Like, Steve, right. that's why that's how I remember like first day. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, but Steven went and he re- there was a shell of a talk box there in the Netherlands. And so he, he went and kind of like he rebuilt that. And then I went to this um if you ever watch the video, there's a there's an orange tube that comes mm-hmm. out of the talk box that I'm playing into. But that tube came from the Netherlands version of Home Depot because we didn't have a tube. So it's actually like, it's not even PVC pipe. It's oh, like wow. this weird other kind of yeah pipe thing. And so we just kind of made it happen. But when I tried it on TalkBox, it made all the sense in the world. Yeah. Like, and this, and I, I can't go back. Like I can't do, I could never do anything with a, another sound. It, it has to be that sound. So wow. Now I got to travel with this big metal thing. Right. Everywhere. In <laughs> every country. So, uh, so you mentioned two things. So you mentioned a lot of things, but but two stand out. Uh, so we can go down memory lane real quick. You mentioned uh, God's property. Mm-hmm. Now the the funny thing about God's property and Stomp is, bro, we uh, when Stomp came out, we had a family reunion that summer. Mm-hmm. And when you came to the family reunion, bro, we played Stomp at least eighty five thousand times. So take that number and multiply by 16. That's how many times I know. Oh, my God. Like, bro, like, they played it when we were at the picnic, the Friday night talent show. Yeah. They wanted you to play piano. Sean, play it on the piano. Like, you were tired. Like, you you literally, I remember you going to hide in the hotel room. Like, I'm tired of this. Yeah, man. You know, that was a, that was a, a great time. That was a, a great that, moment that, in history. That album is timeless. It is that whole project is timeless, and it's compl- it's so raw. Like it's not even a. I mean, we rehearsed for it, of course, yeah. but you know, but that I like the one thing I like about that album is just how raw it is. Yeah, you, you can know? hear it. It's not a whole lot of production. It's not a whole lot of. It's like you got a, a group of high school kids, college kids. They came into a room. They recorded some songs. Kirk Franklin wrote it, and you know. And they went on about their business, and that's that's literally exactly what happened. Yeah, like it wasn't a uh, you know we're gonna set out to do this thing. We had a bunch of kids went to Arts Magnet, and all our friends, and you know hooked up Kirk because Kirk was already doing his thing, his thing mm-hmm. already, you know. But he would call God's property to do like Six Flags with him, yep. or uh, what you looking for album, yeah. You know, and he was like, you know, I want to do a, do an album. And I was like, all right. Oh shoot! I, fine, yeah, you know, and that's exactly how we approached it. But it was so much fun. It was so much fun for us because we already enjoyed it. These are the same people I went to English with, yeah, and geometry and right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know all that kind of prom and all that kind of like these are people yeah. I, I I was I was already around. So we were just having we were just having fun. Yeah, you know, 
that uh the my favorite song off of that is up above my head. Yeah. Marabella. Um and there's so many people in that group that as I grew older didn't know was in the group. But like so Myron Butler, um, Deonis, mm-hmm. Candy and Peaches. Mm-hmm. Um even I think I think John Gray. John Gray was in the family. Fa- yeah, family. So mm-hmm. but uh like just that whole um who else? I forget his name. Shucks, this was a lot. So so many like especially in the Dallas area. Yeah. And so now that I see him singing different places, uh working different uh being in a church world. Like dang, and when they did when y'all did a reunion a couple of years back or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, like just okay, oh I didn't know you 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 know it, it was it was uh you know sometimes things happen in history I always call it like lightning in the bottle, mm-hmm. yeah. like, it's like sometimes you just you exactly just, you just catch it and you really don't know until later like dang that was a moment, but then also there are sometimes you could be sitting in the middle of something and, and you're realize. like yeah not realize it but then it's like I know you've been in places where this is historic. Yeah. Like, yeah. like like what's happening now is different. I think those moments when we're younger, we don't realize. Cause we just, like you said, we go into English, geography. Right. We just having fun. Right. But like, I think the older we get and the more we have um, seen, the more we have experienced, now when you sit and say, you'd be like, you know what? This is something that somebody else will see later in life and gain inspiration from. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, uh, it's, it's so weird. That's, uh, with God's property, that was never the main idea of the paragraph because we were so young. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I when I joined Snarky Puppy, that was the thing, mm-hmm. you know, because it, because I'm so I'm not that much older than everybody, but you know I'm pretty older than everybody. But it's cool to to watch how young people gravitate to instrumental music. Such a way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You know, it's like, like okay, you know, this this is a thing of motivation, inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, so that's. I think I always thought that was a cool thing. Yep. Um, because now if we move from God's property into the snarky puppy, uh, Kirk Franklin is a whole podcast by itself. So we'll yeah, just, we'll, we'll keep moving into. But but snarky, like I, I mean, you like I, I'll jump into these YouTube black holes all the time. Mm-hmm. And bro, it's funny seeing people that don't look like us playing Starkey Puppy. And I know Starkey Puppy is probably you and a couple of people that are only black people in the group. Right. But just the style of music, the jazz infusion, the sound, right? Yep. How it just transcends culture, uh, continents. Mm-hmm. And like, I was talking, I watched the other day, um, Starkey Puppy, but also like just the influence you have. Bro, I saw this five, six person band it looks like this little Lutheran church mm-hmm. playing Madiba. <laughs> right. Like, right. like, bro, like, it's like, it's, it's just funny to see, right. like, just how music inspires people. And I think what you have inside of you, but also, like, when it comes out in your projects, but also when it comes out with Snarky, the reason why I, I'm bypassing Kirk, because, like, that's, that's, that's gospel, mm-hmm. and that's Kirk. And y'all got that's that's a whole like a conversation because it's so right. so much there. Right. The inspiration part, and you can follow that too. But in this, I'm I really gravitate towards what you do as an artist and, and what you and Starkey Puppy put out because the way it comes out, the different instrumentation, mm-hmm. the different variations, 
there was one um was it the Metropole mm-hmm. uh, Orchestra uh-huh. where you guys did jazz and classical kind of fused together. Right. That's just, it's just different, right? Right. And it speaks to, and I'm going somewhere with it because it just speaks to how music has a way of blending so many things to making a beautiful sound. Right. And I think that's how we should look at life as well. Right, for sure. Like how life has so many things, uh, be it financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it may be, be it professionally or personally, there's so many things that when blended together make the beautiful sound of our lives. Right. Right. And and from that, we're able to inspire others to be better. Right, for sure. Right. And so um, I wanted to have this conversation with you about inspiration and really play some of the music and get you talking because um, so many so many people revere what you do with your fingers. But, like, I really wanted them to hear, like, your heart and your mind behind, like, not just what you do, but, like, who you are. So, right. I, I sent you, so I sent you some questions about, like, just inspiration and creativity. It was three of them. So, like, these things, when you, when you answer these questions, I want you to answer them from your personal perspective, but also, like, how you can help somebody else, too. Sure. And so, when I talk about inspiration and creativity, um, the first question I asked you was, well, like, where do you find it? Like what? Where do where does Sean Martin find creativity, inspiration? Like like where does he find it from? That's a that's a very broad question. Yep. You know that's that's a broad question because a lot of times you know you can look for inspiration, creativity, and never find it, and then sometimes it just finds you. You know. Yeah. You know if I you know inspiration found me when I'm standing at I'm standing there in a hotel room in Johannesburg. Yeah. You know, watching kids play soccer. You know, you talk about Madiba. And, you know, inspiration found me when I'm looking at, you know, these people march through the streets the same day that Nelson Mandela died. I didn't yeah. even know what a Madiba was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, but they just kept saying they just kept saying his name. And I was like, what? Like, what is what is what is that? Mm-hmm. And that's when they started explaining. You know, that was that's based like his nickname. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know? And you know, this this. I mean, we landed in Johannesburg. That that. We landed in Johannesburg. I'm, I'm gonna say a number like three o'clock. Yeah, he had died at like seven. Wow. <laughs> like, like like he had just passed away. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like like four four or five hours after we you know get there, and the, and the whole night, it was a party. Yeah, I was like, the president of the country just died, and y'all had like I was like. Yeah, he wasn't a bad guy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, you know, like it, I mean, they were having a. Uh, straight in the streets, yeah. uh, not a riot. They yeah. weren't looting. They weren't yeah. doing. It. it was like, it was it was like a one big sign of love, harmony, and fellowship. Mm-hmm. You know, which made me say, "Well, I need to do a little bit more digging mm-hmm. to who this guy was." Mm-hmm. And so that's you know you know you know. So at that point, you know, creativity, inspiration found me. Well, um, I I you know did some things with. Uh, Timble. Timble is permanently inspired. I've never seen anybody like that. He he'll sit there in a chair and he look like he just dozing off. And then out of nowhere he just creates like thirty beats like in twenty minutes. It's like wow. it's like this is the weirdest thing. He he look at me like I'm, you jump in here with me. I'm like, I'm too right awestruck right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. I don't know what I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know. You know, but a lot of times, like I say, you know, you know, that inspiration, you know, it'll you know, it'll find It'll find you kind of like, uh, I'll give you a, an, another example. 
who's working with uh going back to uh Kirk and we had went to uh we were working on what's the song? Today is a new day. Mm-hmm. You know, he had this one idea. Smile. Uh, smile. Yeah. You know, he had this one idea and then uh then he had another idea because none, none of them were working. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be in the car listening to, I went to the car at the time I smoked cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I went to the car, smoked a cigarette. You know, I think he knew I smoked cigarettes. I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like he did know I smoked cigarettes. I used to. I don't smoke. I'm smoke proud of you for that too. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had to give that narcotic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tobacco. I let go of that narcotic, you know what I mean? I didn't give it that narcotic. But, uh, but, I'm clean now. I'm clean now. I'm clean. Oh, you can have broke a per- perfectly fired automobile. But um, I went to cry and and this ain't over. <laughs> I told you. I told you this ain't over. You got to finish the whole thing. <laughs> but now I went to the car, smoke the square, and um uh, and out of nowhere, a hard knock life came on, and I was like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, that's it, you know. And I was like, what if a hard knock life from Annie and, and Jay Z was gospel. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you get the whole smile, the little hump, the little bop. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where all that came from. But like I said, a lot of times inspiration just it just finds you if it, you know. You know. What was that? Yeah. Alexa. Oh Alexa. Yeah, oh. you know. Oh sorry Alexa. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know. She like button in conversations. I know. <laughs> There's no cooth. <laughs> None at all. None. Uh but um so you say something there. Can I want people to hear this? Just because you, how do I want to say it? I'm going to back up. Some people think that they've reached a certain status where they are the ones to inspire and they forget that they need to be inspired as well. Yeah. I say that because you are a, is it eight, seven, or eight Grammys? Somewhere up there. It's going to sound arrogant. I, 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 I don't know. So seven or eight. Yeah. And like, cause, like, and hopefully nine. Hopefully Snarky wins this year. What's, what's, cause they got, y'all got nominated for another one. Yeah. So it's going to be nine or 10. In the double digits. It's, it's, He's so, so humble. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but, but, so, but it's, it's, it's making my point. So many Grammys, you lose count, right? But you just said you were sitting, and you sit with Timberland and Kirk, who both have Grammys of their own and who are just, you know, staples in music. And it's like all of everybody's accomplished, but still gains inspiration. Mm-hmm. We live in a culture because of where people think once they've arrived at a certain status, they then become the one to inspire and nothing inspires them because they feel like the weight is on them to inspire everyone else. Can you tell how many people I've met that feel like because the weight of the world, quote unquote, is on my shoulders and everybody is depending on me, who inspires me? And I'm I said that to say you should have you should be around people in 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 the company of people that could inspire your creativity or inspire you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're around people who don't inspire you, you're around wrong people. Yeah, well, I mean, and I guess the 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 flip side of that coin is is that it's hard to pour out what you ha- what you don't have. Yeah, you know. So you know, but a lot of times, man, you know, 
the teacher becomes the student mm-hmm. if if they're paying attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you know. If I, I'd be a I'd be a fool. I go do a master class, and I think that the only person that's the right person in the room is me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like now, nah, man, because everybody has a different perspective, which is why you you know you have it's different levels to this thing. You know, the the same style of playing today isn't the same style that was 30 years ago. Yeah. It evolves. Yeah, you know, and so now the student becomes a teacher, and you do have people who you know it's like you can't teach you can't teach me nothing. I know it all. It's like yeah. no, you don't. Right. You know, no, no, you don't, because I guarantee you the person who took that letter to the post office never thought they could send an email. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, 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 every, like everything evolves, yeah. you know? You know, that used to be one of my, one of my favorite things, like I, when I was working at a church, yeah. and they were telling me, like, like we, we got to do more old school. Write me, write me a letter. But, you know, but, but, but that was one of the, like, like, like things, you know, things evolve, and people don't, uh, if they're not, if you're not careful, you will go into the rabbit hole of I know, I know it yeah. all. You know, nah, man, you never know it all. Somebody, somebody somewhere is creating something that you have to adapt to. Right, and like yes, and you're you're in music. You mentioned it, how music evolves. So you've been doing this almost 30, 30 plus years. You old, you know, you, you ain't got to look into the ceiling. It's it's like thirty plus. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take thirty because I'm thirty. I'm thirty nine. I'm a, and you're, I'll take you're like ten. You're like ten years older than me. I'm not ten years older than you, fool. <laughs> Nine years older. No, I'm kidding. Miss uh, Novella almost made him cuss. <laughs> almost got it. <laughs> almost got it. It was right there. Wait, wait, you 39? Yeah. You turned 39 in November? Yes, sir. So you'll be 40 next year. Yep. This year, yeah, this November. Well, this, this yeah, year. Good. Yeah. I thought you turned thir- like 37, 38. No, nah, I, I appreciate it. November 28th, 1983. But we were just talking about your 40th birthday. No, we were talking about my 22nd preaching anniversary. Oh, right. no, 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 no. That was today. That's today. But, but we would, no, but we were, we were talking about, when we were talking about a birthday party, because you were saying you want to I'm, go. So I'm going to do a big for my 40th. 40th, right. Yeah, which is this year. It was this, okay, yeah. okay. I thought you were talking like, I thought you were talking like years nah. down, like a couple years down nah. the line. Yeah. Now you old, bro. <laughs> yep, let it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So like, just so like I said, you've been doing it like thirty plus years. Yeah, it's been a long time. You know what I mean? And but it's like you you have evolved because music has changed. Mm-hmm. There are other musicians who come on, mm-hmm. but I think that, um, and I'm gonna go a little left and come back. Sure. Um, there's and an, there has to be an intentionality to your craft in order to evolve with the times. Sure. Like you can't just be, uh, it's something you said, like you can't be caught up in the way of doing something. Right. And transition with the culture. Right. Like you have to be into your craft and like apply things to what you do so you can evolve. Sure. And that doesn't necessarily mean change. It just means adapt. Right. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. And and, and, and a lot of people get those two mixed up. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to change who you are. But you have to adapt. You know, in the church world, we always say we don't change our message, but we change our method. Mm-hmm. That's right? right. And the people who who fail to change their methods get left behind. Get left behind, and they will never be able to get their message out. Because mm-hmm. the people who need to hear the message won't come because your methods suck. Right. That's right. No, that's you that's know absolutely I mean? true. And so, um, inspiration comes from uh, comes from several places. That's how you find it. But 
Um, the second question was like, how do you use it? How do you make sure that everything, because you've been able, unless, and you may have played on Antarctica, but you probably played on every continent. Except Antarctica. You know what I mean? And so uh, there, there's so many things you've been around, so many cultures, so many kinds of people, so many um, different atmospheres and environments that you gain inspiration from. So I guess the thing is like, how do you, how does a person use what they gather and not hoard it as just, now some things are meant to be memories, mm-hmm. right? But how do you gather information and not just hoard it as a memory, but actually manifest it and use it to inspire somebody else? Just try. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, just try and don't be afraid to fail. Matter of fact, fail. Yeah, I fail because you're gonna have more L's than you have W's. Yeah, but you know, but in those L's, make sure that there are lessons learned. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, you 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 again, you talk about uh, you know, smile. It's like so many different versions of that song, and they were all L's. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I took you know a piece of this, a piece of this, a piece of this. I had the hard not life thing happen. I took this, and then you know. And it became a win, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, but it took a whole lot of failure, mm-hmm. and it and it's okay, you know. And even when you you know you talk about, you know, for my you know for my own self, mm-hmm. you know, my own music, my own things, like, you know, I yeah fail, yeah, you know, you know fail, you know, and and don't be afraid to share your failures because your failures can't prevent somebody else from failing in your way. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. You know, you know don't like like. It's okay to fall, but don't yeah. fall the way I feel because yeah. I broke my ankle when <laughs> right. I fell. Right, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you know, you know, you know. Maybe next, you know, if you fall, brace yourself so you yeah. don't hurt your ankle. Uh, right, maybe you don't hurt your elbow. Right, you know. And then you know, then well, Sean fell. He broke his ankle. I fell. I broke my elbow. Yeah. Till next person, well, you know, you know, protect your elbow and your ankle. Right. Maybe you'll only hurt the wrist. And you know, before, you know, before you know it, somebody walking. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody's walking. And right. That, you know, and that whole person is all, is able to take these broken people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you know, but they won't be whole, you know, if you don't help them, you know, you know, if you don't tell them, hey, this is don't don't do this. Right. You know, and it, it, it happens. You know. The that the crazy part about what you said, I, I'll hopefully everybody hears is that most of the time, probably nine times out of ten, that probably nine and a half out of ten, the song you hear is not what where it started. No, not at all. And and that's where that's that's where so many people get caught up. They get caught up in the end product that they don't respect the process. Yeah. Right? And that's of a song, that's a life, that's people's success. Yeah. That's why you can that's why you can never compare yourself to anybody. Because you don't know what you don't know what process it took for them to get there, you right? Know, you don't know what it you know you, what well, Miss Kelly say all the time, you you know, you see the glory, but you don't know the story. Yeah, you know, it's like it's there's always there's always a backstory. You yeah. know, there's always some you know something to it. You know, I mean, even when you know, like you talk about like these snarky puppy records, you know, and they come out, you know, being this thing, but you know, it's like you know how many hours we would rehearse. Yeah, you know, you know how many you know how many days and how many nights. That you know, cats are sitting up in the middle of the night trying to write melodies and perfect this right here, and you know, it's 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 a process, man. It's definitely a process. Yeah. While you were saying that, I had to, I had to type it out so I wouldn't mess it up. Um, be inspired by someone's story. Don't desire to try and copy their glory. Yeah. 
you like like there's a old um there's an old saying that says I would rather um die being an original than live being, being a copy. copy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like and and we have to do a good a job of teaching Harlem, mm-hmm. Layla and Jaden, our kids and those behind us on like be inspired by my story. Mm-hmm. But don't try to copy yeah. the glory of my story. Yeah, you know, there'll yeah. be glory of your own. Yeah, be be, be you. Be you. Yeah. You know, people ask me all the time, hey, when you go when you go uh teach Hall about to play the piano. Now boy I ain't before. <laughs> so I mean, you know. And 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 what I around my house I have instruments and I'm you know, if he gravitates to one, I'd be more than happy to help. Mm-hmm. You know. But music is my story. Mm-hmm. He might want to mess around and be a chemist or mm-hmm. you know, or, or a clinical psychologist, which I would greatly appreciate because yeah. I need a psychologist <laughs> in my life. You know, you know, you know, you know, what whatever, like, you know, let's find out, you know, what he you know, what he likes. Yeah. You know, and I will help him foster that. And if it's music, then he, I mean he obviously has an easy way in. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if it's not music, guess what he also he, he has my support. He has yeah. my love. He has my you know, you know, you know, he has me championing. Champion being his champion, yeah, you know. So it's like, yo, man, you know, shoot, I, if you gonna teach me how to play that? Ain't, nah, I ain't got, ain't got to do that. If yeah. he, if he wants to play, he know, he know how everything in that house makes a loud noise, mm-hmm. and he can play, uh, he can play all he wants to make as loud. Of a, he be up there beating on drums. I ain't gonna stop him, right? Let him just let him discover. Yep. You know, I ordered a uh, that never came. Thanks, Sam Ash. <laughs> Public service announcement: Sam Ash don't order horn, Sam Ash. But uh, but I ordered a horn, a trumpet. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm some, you know, like all the things that I play, just lay them around the house. Nothing subliminal. Mm-hmm. I'ma still play them. Right. You know, if it's something that he wants to gravitate to, well, then cool. Then we, we'll, yeah. you know, we walk in and we walk out. If not, shoot, okay. But that's such a powerful lesson, though, that I hope people grab that when it comes in, especially parents. Right. When it comes to you wanting to inspire your kids, just put them around it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, know. you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to force anything. Mm-mm. Just put them around it. Um, my daughter is now playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be she she's going to be an asset to somebody's team. Right. And she's going to be no superstar. Right. She'll be an asset to somebody's team because she actually likes it. Now, mind you, I never once put a ball in Layla's hand. Right. Never took Layla to play basketball. Mm-hmm. But what do I do? I watch sports all, all the, the time. time. Right. Like all the time. Right. I listen to it on the radio in the car. And she picked up on it. Mm-hmm. And she like she wants to play. My, like I told you, I'm not a professional athlete. I've never taken them to the gym to play. Right. But I, I speak to basketball teams. I'm a chaplain for some sports teams. Mm-hmm. I'm around sports all the time. So she just said, I want to try it. Pick it up. Yeah. But now my son is around the same thing. They're twins. Right. Spend just as much time with her as I do with him. But he has no desire to play sports. Right, right. Like, like he don't care about it. Right. He wants to, he Jay wants to build computers. Exactly. Exactly. He, he wants to make video games. Exactly. And he he gave me an idea. And hopefully, if somebody listens to this podcast and you know somebody who can do it, holler at me because we can make some money. But uh, but <laughs> he, he said that he wants to make a video game because he's real into black history. Mm-hmm. Jaden is so much into black history. For Christmas, and you're going to fall out your chair. For Christmas carols, he wanted to sing the Negro National Anthem. That's what I'm talking about. 
That's what I'm talking Yo, about. Listen, your voice Sean, the same. We in the house, and he is lived there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. For Christmas Carol. That's right. He's like, forget Jingle Bells. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he know all. He like he know all three stanzas. Like oh. four, three of the four. Yeah. yeah. Like, there you go. He, he know it. There you uh, go. Shout out to black schools. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but uh, black private schools is that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he he's into that. So, dude said, "Daddy, I want to make a video game." So, what you want to make a video game about? He said, "I want to make a video game of Harriet Tubman." He used to love with Harriet Tubman. And the video game is going to be Harriet Tubman is going to be on the Underground Railroad, but the different levels are going to be her going to different plantations. So some plantations will be easy. Some will be hard. And I don't know how I'm going to put in there about her killing the master, but somebody got to die. <laughs> God, dog. He said, somebody, somebody hey. got to die. Hey. He said, he like, but. It's video games. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. but the game will be about her rescuing the slaves from the plantations and going to different places. He's like, you know, the Underground Railroad was a whole system. Mm-hmm. It wasn't tracks. It wasn't a train. It was a whole system. They followed the stars. They had different signs. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's being taught this, right? And dude loves it. So, he's saying it. I'm like, you talking, but. In this day and age, somebody might actually yeah. buy that. That yeah. that may be a you know, and so but it's it's that that's where his mind is, right? Mm-hmm. And so from that, I watch a lot of documentaries. Mm. I read a lot of books. Right, so right. dude comes over here, he's in my books, mm-hmm. he's watching stuff on TV. So th- but they're just inspired, right? I'm never gonna tell Jay he gotta be a preacher. Right, right, right. Never gonna tell Layla she gotta be a speaker. Right. But they pick it up naturally. Right. Exactly. Both both, both of them are in a speech competition. Now, here's the thing. Jaden has a slight stuttering problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Dude entered the speech competition last year and won. Right, right, right. Dude been teaching himself how to slow himself down. Yeah. How to talk. Like, it's just they're inspired by what you put around them. Mm-hmm. So I said all that to say, because Sean said it, and I, I repeated it. I want y'all to hear, especially parents, you don't have to force your kid to do anything. Mm-mm. Just Put them around things. You put them around and just see what, see what they gravitate to. Yeah. Because the, the worst thing, and I, 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 I just deal with a lot of kids, uh, especially being a minister music at a mega church. Yeah. The worst thing you can do is try to pass off your dreams on your kids. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, if you if you didn't make it as a, a, a basketball star, yeah. Don't try to force your kid to play basketball. Right. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? If you did, if you didn't make it as a uh, a model or whatever, you don't try to force your kid. Like, nah, man, it might be. They might do something different, but now what you can do is, I'm sure you had you probably had some pitfalls that you had, you know, or you probably ran to you know ran to some some bones in the road, yeah, you know, you know, and you you tell them, hey, don't do this because when I was doing that, you know, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you know, you know, so yeah, I don't I know, I, I, I could go down a whole thing, a whole litany about that, but but it's 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 so important, especially on this topic of inspiration, because we owe it to the next generation to leave them something to be inspired by. Sure. Like not just what we force fed, Mm -hmm. but like look at my life and how I tried to live it and lead it and be inspired to do something your own way. Yeah. Especially in a day and age where it's so much to see. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, you know, trust me, if they're not not being inspired by you, they'd be inspired by somebody. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, it's so much to see. Yeah. So um, the last one is is like how do you we talk about where do you find inspiration? How do you use inspiration? But how how do you embrace like being an inspiration to others? I'm pretty sure you you hear it like um, and I know you said earlier in the show how you don't like talking about yourself. So I get that part. But how do you embrace like 
because music has a way of changing people's lives. Music has a way of, like, somebody can hear a song at a certain part of their life that becomes their their song. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like I said, you've been on every continent except Antarctica, so I'm pretty sure you've heard stories mm-hmm. of how music has just changed somebody's life or been there for somebody. Like, how do you um, embrace being an inspiration to others through your craft, through what you do? How do I embrace being an inspiration through my craft? Um, I mean, the only thing I could really answer, the only way I can really answer that is I just try not to wear the cape. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that, uh, and I get to what that means in a minute. I'm, I'm grateful that people can find joy in the thoughts that come from my mind. I'm grateful that people are able to look at People are able to look at my life and be like, you know, I aspire to do that. I'm gr- I'm grateful for that. But when I say, you know, I try not to wear the cape. I don't want to be anybody's Superman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I don't want to be anybody's, you know, uh, end all because I, I can't be the end all. Be if I die tomorrow, yeah. You know, you're going to keep going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. It's like, you know, but I do appreciate the fact that people enjoy what I have to offer. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, my get my hope is that I always have the chance to offer it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, but but past, you know, past that's like, you know, I, I never want to be, you know, I never want to wear I never want to wear the cape. You know, I'm I'm Sean Martin and I'm da, 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 da. I've seen what people fail horrifically that way than I have any other yeah. way. You know, so you know, to talk about learning from folks. Yeah, you know, like grandma say, you learn two things: what to do and what not to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you know, I, I just, I just never try to, you know, really wear, you know, wear that Superman know it all, be it all, you know, cape. You know, I will, I will sit in the room and listen. You know, you know, I will sit in the room and learn. Yeah, you know, from you know, because you can learn anything from anybody. You know, right. So as as we uh, as the preachers, old preachers, as we try to land the plane, <laughs> cut across the field. <laughs> you know what I mean. So we we um, what uh, what, <laughs> what uh, it's crazy what you see when the windows open. Yeah. Crazy things happen outside. I see. <laughs> and so what what would you say is next for you? Like what what are you what, what like what are you working on? Like what what's what what's what's next for Sean Martin? Um. Just making more records, being a better father, being a great husband. Um, you know, shout out to Monica Wilson Martin who has endured all this BS for the last yeah, ten she, years. She, 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 <laughs> she got, she got, she got uh, extra crowns, and <laughs> extra, extra jewels in her crown. She get to heaven. That might give up a throne. <laughs> so she walking <laughs> You know what? You go over there and get your shot to keep the girl. <laughs> she gonna have a crown bearer, right? Exactly. Like she ain't gonna be able to wear it, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, but no, I mean, you know, for the most part, you know, creating, uh, you know, creating more music and creating avenues for one. One of the things about artistic people, artistic people get frustrated because they have this thing they create, and there isn't an outlet for it. Mm. And so, a lot of times, you know, you feel like you've created which is it's so weird it makes like the whole streaming everybody talks about streaming music and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and, you know but it it actually gives people an outlet to create and put out their music now 
the counterparts of that is is you just got to be willing to create music and put it out there and work your work your music. So yeah. That way, what that means is you can't just put some on iTunes and then expect it to sell like a million. Right. You know, like it, it doesn't work like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but you know a lot of times. Um, People can create their music and put it out there and kind of create an awareness about themselves. Um, and that's just on, on the music side. But there's some different different sides. You have the art side and people, visual arts, performing arts, theater arts, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, and all things that are creative, you know. But hopefully um, my desire is to be able to create outlets, mm-hmm. you know, you know, for that person that writes the one-act stage play, create an yeah. outlet. Or that person that likes to still, you know, uh, do ballet, create an outlet. Mm-hmm. And create an outlet for the person that does the one-act stage play to meet the ballerina. Yeah. You know, and collaborate. Yeah. You know, and the, and the person that writes the song and the person that, you know, is a visual artist. You know, you know how do I, I can write this song and they can draw this picture and then maybe they do the artwork for this album and other, that kind of stuff. You know, outlets, just create now, now, you know, there, there's a way to, we, we can talk about this after the show. Because you just gave there's an idea that can make that happen. And oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, bro, like, I, I saw something on uh, YouTube a couple weeks ago about this cat who was a choir kid growing up. Mm-hmm. He was a black kid, grew up in a black environment, but was at a PWI. Mm-hmm. Um, predominantly white institution, for those of you who don't know what that means. Um, and he just put out a filler on social media. Hey, I'm a choir boy. I like to sing choir music. Whoever wants to sing, meet me in the choir room mm-hmm. Tuesday, 7 o'clock. Do have musicians and stuff. They started with like 10 people. Put out there again. Like, I want to say now, they're around 2,000 people Yeah, in the choir. Because like, he just jumped out there and said, I want to create a space for people who like to sing. Mm-hmm. And this choir looks like heaven. Mm-hmm. Black, white, Indian, mm-hmm. Hispanic, Asian. And they're singing gospel music. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they love it. Right, and it's um, but once again, you spoke to it, it maybe knowingly or unknowingly, but to be being inspired, it's inspiration. Mm-hmm. It's like creating something for people to say, "Hey, you have something unique." Right, it's a space for you to inspire and be inspired. Right, and yeah. I think I think we all should strive to create spaces mm-hmm. where people who are unique can be inspired. It could be it could be then you don't have to be a a multi-time Grammy award-winning musician. You don't have to be a podcast host or a public speaker. You can have a book club at your house. Yeah, yeah. You can bring people over the crib. Say, hey, I want to create a space for people who like to read weird books and talk about them, mm-hmm. or people who like to taste different type of coffees and talk about them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a way to get people space to be inspired to be their awesome selves. Right, and I, I mean, I think I think one of the things that always holds people back. And I, I'm going to say this because you're my cousin and I'm on your podcast and you really can't put me out because I ain't really got nowhere to go. <laughs> but um, I think a lot of times what holds people back is they want to do that kind of stuff to make money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, like 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 everything boils down to that bottom, that, that, that dollar. Yeah. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been like, I got to make so, I mean, you know, I, I ain't no fool. I ain't right. Go, you know, yeah. everything for free. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, but you know, but it was never. You know, you know, I'm doing this so I can make money. It's like I've I've never had 
I've never had the the the, the problem of that. Yeah. Even when I was broke, I was yeah. still taken care of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, because it, it happens. You know, but it's like, you know, man, you know, create those spaces, do those things, and the money will come. Yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a living witness. And when you get the money, pay your tithes. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a living witness of that. Like, you know, people people will do stuff and the whole thing is, you know, man, I, I'm gonna make this money and I'm gonna do this and it's like, "No, nah, man, you know, that's that's the that's the mentality of, of of a broke person." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. Broken broke in. Right, exactly. Yep. You know. Yeah, you, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. That's, that's and, and, a broken and, and, person. And if you broke in, when you get the money, you'll be broke. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're broken. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, like man. That a lot. So, but uh, we about to get out of here. All right. We about to get out of here. But before we leave, and you, you've you done it. So, um, on your heart, your mind, every time I bring a guest on, before we get out, I allow them to, the last word, to inspire somebody listening, uh, to encourage somebody listening to the show. Um, for like, what's on your heart to inspire or encourage somebody? Just off top of your dome. Sure. It. Do. It. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it all. Quincy Jones says something very important to me. Do everything you want to do, then die. <laughs> that's, and, that, and that came from an eighty at the time he was like eighty year eighty years old. Yeah. And he was still recording music, still arranging. You know. Wow. You know, he do everything you want to do, then die. Yeah. That's it. You know, so I tell you your intro is my outro. Yeah. So I like it. So I want you to talk over your outro. Yeah, this is Sean Martin and um <laughs> Listening to Purvis Point. Oh man! So I told him, hey, him, you know, so his best friend RC, his song called "Feathers" is what you guys hear on the intro, and uh, this is the intro to Seven Summers, which you hear on the outro. I told him, you know, I need y'all to listen to it more so uh, they can charge me for this. Right now, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not monetized. Ain't nobody. I'm not, I ain't get no money off of it. So you know, we good. Charge you, man. You know, but the, the moment I start making some money, you know, I got to talk to their lawyers using, using their music. Hey man, listen, <laughs> I give you, I leave his number. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But y'all check it out, Sean. Thank you so much for coming through, man. And next week, y'all, you know, t- t- tune in again because every week I try to connect with your heart, challenge your mindset, and change your perspective. So until the next time, love God, love people, and show enough love yourself. It's been your boy Robert Purvey and my fam Sean Martin on yeah, Purvey's yeah. Point. Be inspired, be an inspiration. Next time, peace, peace.